Hello everyone, I'm Soma Mazumdar. And I'm Orut Semsarzadeh, and welcome to Kanban Lab Podcast. In each episode, we'll pick a common question and dive into a different aspect of Kanban, exploring its principles, practices, and applications, and answering that question. Our goal in this podcast is to demystify Kanban and help listeners understand how it can benefit their teams and organizations through addressing the common misconceptions, clarifying concepts, and answering questions about Kanban. Good morning, Arod. Good morning, Soma. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? How's the weather in Melbourne? Oh, it's really hot today. Uh, oh. So it's around 40 degrees. Tomorrow also will be very hot. And Friday, uh, it will be 20 degrees. So, yeah, <laughs> welcome to Melbourne. Oh, wow. That's, that's very <laughs> unlike Melbourne, isn't it? Well, we are going to get some hotter days tomorrow and day after. Mm. We are going to, you know, like be more comparable with Melbourne weather, I believe. But yeah. uh, I think that's good for all the Melbourne people that they are getting a bit of summer this year. Well, we always have a couple of days summer. <laughs> that's right but well hey i do have a question for you before we start our topic i can see a very beautiful craft on your wall could you yeah. tell us a little bit about it i mean yeah uh melody made them i think uh when she was in grade two. Oh, that's pretty cool or maybe grade <laughs> one yeah a few years oh, ago and it was her birthday last weekend so she turned 10 Oh my gosh. Well, happy belated birthday, Melody. I hope she is listening to our <laughs> <laughs> I will I will ask her to listen. In fact, she's kind of into Kanban because when I teach, especially after COVID, I teach and mm-hmm. talk about Kanban and all that online. So she heard a lot. So I think she's a kind of Kanban expert. That's amazing. And maybe you should get her to the Kanban Australia conference this year. Uh, in fact, uh, you know, she has a, her own Kanban board. So maybe one day we can talk about that because, um, you know, I started a Kanban board uh, for Melody and then ended up implementing and introducing Kanban to school, to one of yeah. the school and uh, to other kids. So maybe that will be a good, interesting topic uh, to talk about uh, later. Uh- why don't we invite Melody in one of our episodes and she can show us what she has? That what... sounds good. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm sure she will like it. Oh, that's that's amazing. Well, thank you for sharing with us about Melody's <laughs> birthday and also her craft. That's beautiful. So today we are going to start our service delivery principle series with Kanban, isn't it? Absolutely, yes. So we are going to talk about the first one today. Yes. So uh, in last three episodes, we talked about Kanban change management principles. And today we're going to talk about the first Kanban service delivery principle, which is, and I quote, uh, understand and focus on the customer's need and expectations. Definitely. So what do you want to start today? uh, Like by sharing some of your experience and also your understanding of that particular principle what does it mean Mm. so i like to step back a little bit uh you know in kanban 
we have two uh, parties, two key parties. One is the customer and the other one is the team, which we call them service delivery team, to uh, fulfill customer demand. So customer has a demand, it needs something. And this group of people, the service delivery team, will build what customer wants and uh, ideally deliver it to the customer at the right time when customer expected with the uh, quality that customer expected. So customer and service delivery team, it's um, two key parties in Kanban. And this principle, it's basically about uh, who is our customer? So first we need to understand who our customer is or who our customers are, because you might have multiple customers and what your customer expect, what is uh, the quality that customer expect, what exactly customer wants, because one of the biggest problem we have in knowledge work is the customer demand, it's quite intangible. And sometimes customer don't exactly know what they want. So during this delivery process, we need to understand uh, what customer wants, when customer expect to uh, deliver this product or service or value, whatever it is, the solution, and uh, give it to the customer. So I think this principle, it's all about who is our customer, what the customer wants, and when to give it to the customer. That's amazing. And uh, I will just add few points to that because it's amazing how you took a step back and started with what, you know, like the customer, the importance of customer and service delivery in Kanban. Now, when we uh, hear this principle, especially this one, the first thing that comes to my mind is that it talks a lot about product management, if you think about it. Mm -hmm. The first one is about building fit for purpose product mm -hmm. services. Yeah. Uh, the, there's a definition in Kanban about service, which we have um, reiterated again and again mm -hmm. in our episodes. So for anything, like we, we should have a customer yeah. and the customer needs to have a need mm -hmm. or a request and the service delivery team or the service delivery part of the system will work on those through, uh, you know, like uh, some processes or some activities mm -hmm. to deliver the need to the customer and the customer should be in a position to accept it back. Absolutely. When you think about it, yeah. the first thing that we are getting out of it is that we need to understand our customer better. What are their needs? And now that is totally very much aligned with the product management principle mm -hmm. because whenever we are in the discovery phase, we are discovering, you know, new services, mm -hmm product we also do empathy mapping mm -hmm. so empathy mapping for a customer which means that we are trying to understand our customer and put ourselves in their shoes to understand what is their problem what is the mm -hmm. problem we are solving for them mm -hmm. so think like a customer think like a user mm -hmm. and that is what exactly the first principle of service delivery talks about that focusing on customer needs and expectation is yep. very important Absolutely. And there, the first thing comes from that, okay, fit for purpose solutions, fit mm -hmm. for purpose services. Instead of us making all the assumptions or hypotheses mm -hmm. that this is what a customer might like, how about we focus from the customer's point of view and test it out? Mm. Uh, or I have a question for you. Sure. Do you think 
have any example from your experience mm -hmm. where you have seen that you know teams who did not follow this principle or did not apply this practice in their world did get the you know like the consequences of oh, it oh yeah absolutely so in fact it's quite common that when you ask people that who is your customer or probably the better question would be uh, who are you working for, right? So this is a common question that I normally ask uh, when I work with a team uh, initially. And a lot of time people say, I work for my manager, right? Maybe yeah. they don't respond directly like that, but implicitly yeah. they basically work for their manager. So basically what they want is to make their managers happy. So what I really try to do with the team with low maturity is to help them to understand that, yes, you need to make your managers happy, but at the end of the day, your manager will be happy when your customer is happy. Uh, otherwise, customer will complain to the manager and manager come and say, okay, why these people keep complaining, right? So it's quite, I think it's quite important that people understand who they actually working for. Um, and when they understand, and another thing I wanted to mention is that customer is basically is someone or a team that consume your work. So you might have different customer uh, because sometimes when we say customer, people think about the end user, someone who's outside the company, but uh, your customer can be internal. So it can be different department, it can be different team. And uh, it's quite important that you understand uh, who you're working for, who is going to consume your work and try to satisfy those people. Because when they're happy, when they're satisfied, then they give positive feedback to your manager as well. And then your manager also will be happy because at the end of the day, manager needs to... Uh, you know, respond to those customers. Um, so I think that's quite important. And I've worked with a lot of team that they don't even know who's going to consume their work and who they're basically working for. That's that's a really good example. And uh, something that comes to my mind, um, which happened, you know, like around five, six years back, where uh, there was a tech intern in one of the organizations I was working for mm -hmm. with uh, this tech intern was there for an internship program. And uh, on his last day, uh, he got some time with me to ask me for any advice that would be helpful for his career. So the first thing that came to my mind uh, was that I, I told him that ask why. Mm. Everything that you do, every code you write, ask what is the problem it's solving and for who. Mm. And very puzzled he was like um how, how is that going to help me in becoming a better software engineer and i i was trying to explain him the reason and also a bit of systems thinking that goes into that mm. because in many organizations i see that there is a gap when something is built in delivery teams versus what the customer's problem was or what the need was there's a gap in understanding and I tried to tell him that, that um, when a problem comes to the team, 
what delivery teams usually do, I've seen them doing is that it becomes a bunch of tasks they need mm -hmm. to, you know, like finish or achieve in in a like month or in two weeks, whatever the time frame is. Mm -hmm. uh, and that is all they focus on. Mm -hmm. That are, you know, these tasks are assigned to me. I need to finish them and I will be fine if they are finished. So I don't have time to look for anything else. Mm. Now, the moment you ask why and how your work is going to help to solve a problem, if you have those contexts, mm -hmm. solution will become more and more creative. You will start thinking outside the box. You're not only just achieving those tasks or completing those tasks. Now you are thinking about how your work is directly related to solving a customer problem mm -hmm. you to achieve more customer-centric solution and in that way you can always build better solutions better softwares better apps or whatever division or department in yeah at least it's more meaningful it is meaningful that yeah. it is giving you that sense of achievement that you are actually adding value and contributing to the organization's success mm -hmm your work directly ties back to that. Yeah. So why and what, these are very powerful words we all know. And if we understand the meaning behind it, that's what helps us to build more fit for purpose solutions. That's right. This is this is the advice that I could give him, but mm. I'm not sure if, if you know they're following it or not, but this is something that everyone who's listening to this episode should also take away, that understanding the why why we do certain things and what is the problem it's going to solve and for whom. Yeah. And also, you know, that reduce the waste in your system because if you deliver something that, you know, to actually solve co your customer's problem, then you don't need to redo the work. A lot of time we build something and then customer look and say, no, this is not what I want or what you build probably makes sense to you. But as a consumer, it doesn't make sense to me. So they come again and ask you to change it and refine it or whatever, right? So redo is a type of waste that we have a lot in knowledge work. And if we want to improve our agility or give some, you know, meaningful time to ourselves and don't, because no one likes to redo the work, right? We always want to work on something new. And that helps knowledge worker, right? And motivates them. So that when we think about, uh, you know, the customer and try to give something that the customer expected, then we reduce this type of waste. Uh, another thing I wanted to uh, mention as part of this principle is how this principle can improve the agility in organizations. So back to the main concepts of customer and service delivery team when from when customer said i need something until that become you know a valuable shippable product or service or solution it takes time this time in kanban we call it lead time if we can deliver this work within the time that customer expected, which normally known as a SLA or service level agreement or service level expectation, SLE, then we can say we have agility because we can deliver what the customer wants, you know, when customer expected, then we can respond to other changes, right? Mm -hmm. If we keep changing direction without finishing the work and giving it 
the work to the customer at the right time, then to me, it's not responding to changes, just uh, impulsively reacting to requests, right? Which is a chaos to me. And it's not agility. Um, and then when we achieve this, then we can focus and see what we can do to reduce this lead time because shorter lead time means more agility. That's, that's yes, that's uh, exactly correct. And one more point that should be added to that principle is how we could reduce waste. Now, when we think about service, there's mm -hmm. another aspect is that the customer should be in a position to use the work back or take consume the work, the mm -hmm. service. That's very important, which we often forget. And this is the reason when we are doing our analysis or synthesis of understanding what customer needs versus their expectation, we should be also in a position to find out whether the customer is going to accept the work back. Otherwise, it's, it's going to create waste. Now, I'm going to give you another scenario. Mm -hmm. Some teams, uh, they take work through quarterly planning. And the, you know, like all the delivery team put in really hard work, all their effort to finish that work. And then they find out and like there's like reports data to see that the work is sitting idle, like it's not being accepted by anyone for like six months, nine months. Mm -hmm. So when this happens, there is a gap. There's mm -hmm. a gap in understanding what customer actually needs versus, you know, like I would call it pseudo priority mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where it just comes to the team and the team just starts immediately working on it yeah so when we uh, and there is a concept in kanban you know the commitment points mm -hmm. when the delivery team is committing because they have that alignment with their customer or stakeholder whether it be it external or internal that when they finish the work the customer is going to use that work or the service or the mm -hmm. product so if that is happening, if that alignment is agreed on, then only the delivery team starts working on it. Now, when we talk about this principle, this is also a part of it that when you are finding out more about customer needs or expectation, you also should be finding out that if you're delivering a service, it's going to be consumed by the customer. Otherwise, mm -hmm. it's waste in the system. Yeah. Because so maybe in uh, another episode, we can talk about make policies explicit because uh, this is absolutely correct. It's a, a mutual agreement between customer and the service delivery team, which uh, a lot of time uh, there is no such an agreement. Uh, so no, mostly, you know, customer just send requests and service delivery team work like, you know, just take orders. You know what I mean? Which is not the best way of working so that needs to be an agreement between both parties and that helps both of them to uh, improve their satisfaction so I think now it's a good uh, time to wrap up so I think uh, today we talk about uh, the first Kanban service delivery principle uh, which is understand and focus on customer needs and expectations we talk about that uh, the first thing we need to do is to uh, understand who is our customers, who should be or can be internal or external. And the goal is to deliver the product 
uh, when the customer expected with the quality that customer expected. And that helps to reduce the waste and redo uh, eventually over time and help to improve agility. Uh, is there anything else, Soma, you want to add? Yes, one more very important point that I would like to add. Uh, most of the people who are listening to this episode, their customers might be internal, which they like it could be their stakeholders. So one of the questions that could arise that how can we have that alignment with our customer about accepting the work back? One of the ways that is that could help everyone is to define an entry criteria. When you are defining your entry criteria, that means you are also having that agreement with your customer that our yep. stakeholder, when the work is done, they are going to use it. So Absolutely. that's simply like put there and add it to this, but we can also do another episode on that. Definitely, so we need to talk about uh, policies separately because that's a kind of hot topic and uh, it's worth to have a separate uh, session yep. about that. All right. I guess uh, it's time to say goodbye to everyone. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. And uh, we come back next week uh, with another Kanban service delivery principle, which is manage the work, not the worker. That's, that's again, one of my favorites. But thank you, everyone, for listening and giving us the support to keep us going. So thank you and stay safe. And healthy there's a lot going on around australia weather wise so i hope everyone is keeping themselves safe and dry and also cold in some weather so and thank you Arut, for this amazing chat so we'll see you next week <laughs>